right? And and also, if you know about business, money money doesn't discriminate, right? So again, I've got no malice in my body whatsoever. Welcome to Salonomics, broadcasting from Essex. It's March the 19th, 2021. The Bitcoin price is currently $58,340, Joe. Amazing. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Jesus, Joe Memet. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. No, Jesus. Now, in Turkish, right? Yeah. Jesus means thief. In Arabic, Jasus means spy. Right. In Spanish, you've got Jasus, right? Mm -hmm. With mean, meaning, you spell it as Jesus, but I don't know what it means. And then you in Christianity, Jesus, Jesus, because the son, son of God. So, how does the language all differ? Mm. With the same... What's the most accurate... The sorry, what's the most accurate um, definition? Well, <laughs> you're talking to a muslim right yeah <laughs> by birth sure. um i would sort of say thief <laughs> right right because he stole all the uh the muslims ideas and and repackaged them as his own well no no i think christianity just sort of like i, no, I don't i don't want to go there no 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 no, no wow we've started on very shaky ground already yeah, yeah. Joe <laughs> we're already <laughs> reversing hang on i need to get a dump truck reversing signal um yeah we need to reverse beep <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, Joe, how are you, mate? How how's your COVID jab? How are you doing? No, I'm fine, fine, mate. My wife had hers the other day, which yeah. she's great. No side effect. I mean, you know, same same um, vaccination, right? AstraZeneca, right? Yeah. And and my reaction was, you know, I I literally had like a flu-like symptoms for a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, a second day later, completely different symptoms. Completely different. Right, okay. And my wife is anemic as well. You know, she her immune system is much more weaker than mine. Sure. Right. So so she has to be a little bit more careful. Yeah. Completely different symptoms. I mean it aches and pains here and there, but you know, hey. So it's quite random then, isn't it? So everyone's yeah. like individual with this. Well exactly. Well, I mean, basically going back to the feedback we got from the last show, I don't know if you remember the last show, but it was called uh, Kicking uh, the Hornet's um, Nest. And yes. the whole idea of the show come from, you know, insurance companies, you know, creating more legislation, more rules for yes. salon owners to abide by. And and we decided, well, we, we explored it. We explored the reasons why. But Rita Begum says, I think Joe's analysis about the insurance was slightly distorted. What does he think the industry can do going forward to benefit everybody? I mean, it's a very vague question, Rita. But, um, yeah. I, mean, I think we answered that question in a previous episode, right, about uh, future salons. You know, the, the less bodies you have and more technology you have, the less insurance you're going to need. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. You, 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 know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of think that that's the, that is the way forward. And, and also, at the day, with, like we discussed in our previous show, the only winners in this role are the uh, insurance companies and the and the people promoting the um, yeah the bureaucrats yeah right so and the losers are the the, the salon owners and the, and the and the staff that they employ so you, you have to eliminate one to sort of get to the um, to sort of like to see a much better uh, picture mm. of what salons would do because at the end of the day 
you, why would you bring down a cessa just to sort of like acknowledge a shampoo? I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah, I, it I is. It is. It's it's bureaucracy gone mad, isn't it? It's like yeah, you know, exactly. one in a million chance for everything, but they've got to have everything dotted and everything crossed in order to you know account for that. So how many it, one that, in a million things can you allow for? Do you know what I mean? So it just it, makes it, it, the the book of regulation and like I think our conclusion from the show, Joe. Like let's you know let's just briefly brief overview was, you know, this whole idea is basically regulation by the back door. Yeah. Um, and our conclusion was, you know, basically stay away from those awful clients that are going to whinge about everything. I mean, that was a practical thing that you can do um, is upgrade your clientele. Um, there is that. But see, and also, if I was in business, right, and, and you know me, I always had sort of good vision. I was always very, very um, adventurous in, in, in trying things out. Yeah, you was ideas man, weren't you? You loved the yeah. new ideas and fresh approaches I, to stuff. I hated people coming into my salon. Just to, just to sort of acknowledge the fact that I existed or I'm doing things by the book or whatever. Gotcha. I, I hated these people. Mm. So, again, these legislations are like coming in or regulations were coming in, right? Mm. I would do everything I can to prevent them coming through my door. Yeah. The only people that was coming through my door were staffing clients. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It should be like a closed shop. You know, anybody yeah. that, that doesn't need to be there shouldn't be there. Exactly. Um, and it goes back to the trust model as well. But yeah, just in conclusion, Rita, I think practically, you know, as they ramp up the regulation, as they add more rules, the only way to defeat these rules is to A, ignore them, or B, remove those parts of the services that are going to be affected by these rules. So, for example, exactly. you know, that they were citing the backwashes as being, you know, the back a beauty salon, I think it's called beauty parlour syndrome, where there, apparently there's been a few cases of people having strokes because they've been lying back in the shampoo for too long and it's, you know, put pressure on. Anyway, it's caused the stroke. Stop shampooing people's hair. Removes that issue immediately. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Ask your clients to turn up with freshly washed hair and then, so therefore, oh, but what? I do colour. I can't do colour if I can't rinse it. Stop doing colour. Stop doing colour. You, know <laughs> you know the government guidelines? Yeah. The government guidelines of the pandemic is actually telling these people things like that. Go to the salon with wet hair. Yes. They're actually, That is actually part of the guidelines. Yeah. So this should be your forward thinking approach of what can yes. I do to remove all of these a risk points or all of these pain points that are going to create you pain down the road. And, you know, one, one example is, all right, maybe install like a barbershop. Install those those um, those sinks that you lean forward to because then that removes the leaning back kind of issue. They, they, you know they I mean? might get dizzy. They might get dizzy. I'm getting yeah, water maybe, in their eyes. Like, yeah, they get a little bit of soap in their eyes. Oh, that's a... Basically, Rita, there's <laughs> lots of things that you can do to get around any legislation coming through. Joe, there is one point I wanted to add to that show that I didn't think about during the show, but it did kind of, when I was thinking about it afterwards. How do you think the COVID jab and this new mRNA technology, do you think they're kind of, they're just allowing for this jab? Because we don't know any, oh God, I'm making that right. <laughs> Basically, my point is, that having the COVID jab could create a new set of allergies that somebody doesn't actually know they've got 
or it could make their allergies oh. worse. Oh, listen, oh, listen. They're, they're going to use it. They're going to use it as an excuse. Yeah, so 100%. basically, they don't know what this is going to do to the immune system. So this is why they're really yeah. tightening up on this. Right, yes. you need to test people, can't do skin tests yeah. every six months because we don't know. And I, and I think that's all it is. I think they're just being cautious, but, the insurance but, but, but there are there are technology AI around that should do that for you anyway. Yeah. You know, we know Laura's, Laura's got this old prototypes out. Schwartz Groppen, where they've got all these prototype um, machines out, right? Where they've been skin testing, they've been sort of like color analyzing, they've been doing all that anyway, right? So again, it would eliminate all those risk factors, yeah. really. You, you know what I mean? Totally. You and I won't be able to do it, but the machines will. Mm. And if machines are doing it, then there's no way you'd be able to get in, um, be sued. Because yeah. machines will be 100% responsible. Reliable. Yeah. 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 So the answer to that, Rita, is obviously it all depends on your situation and your salon. Yeah. But think outside the box. Exactly. Um, you know. Exactly. Start to start to think along the lines of you know defensively. You know, don't be so married to this idea of I want everything to go back to normal like it was before because the world is a completely different place now. And the idea is, you know, make your world perfect for you. You know, make it how you want to work. Exactly. The, the less you could have, that's that, that, the, the more likely that it won't happen as Absolutely. well. The, the more, more, more potential risk hazards you've got in your environment, it more likely it will happen. Yeah. So anyway. take note. Good stuff. Anyway. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think, hey, what I was... <laughs> There was, did you read that story about this uh, robber in uh, in Russia? Yes, of course. I was the one that shared it with you. But it is hilarious. It is hilarious. It is. Isn't I it? mean, I mean. So, should, shall, I, shall I read the story? Right. So, there's yeah, this on, great story come out of Russia. Whether it's true or not, I, you know, I got it off the internet. And, you know, you got to take the internet at face value sometimes. Anyway, the headline reads thus. Robber who broke into hair salon is beaten by its black belt owner and kept as sex slave for three days, fed only Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's quite attractive, right? The um, the salon owner. Anyway, the what I, what I was find interesting though, right? Go back to that's yeah, happened wish, to you. Actually, no, no, what? No, I wish. <laughs> He's again with the insurance, right? right. In the hell will break into a hairdresser's salon? What are they going to steal? A shampoo, a conditioner, yeah, a hair dryer. Yeah. I mean, what is there to sell? Uh, right, because are you saying this? Are you saying this story is not true, Joe? Are you are you I, doubting the validity well, yeah. of this this headline? I, I don't know what what this guy Victor Jasinski. Yeah, right, let me read it. It's only a paragraph. A Russian man who yeah. tried to rob a hair salon ended up as the victim when the female shop over over shop owner overpowered <laughs> him, tied him up naked, and then used him as a sex slave for three days. Victor Jasinski, thirty-two, admitted to police that he had gone to the salon in Meshchopgosk, Russia, with the intention of robbing it. <laughs> say, what is there to rob in a salon? I mean, no. seriously, in all my years as a, as a sort of like working in the business, right, I've never known anyone to break into a hairdresser salon. Yes, I've, I've heard of um, windows being smashed. Yeah. Definitely. But to break into a salon, right? Yeah. And to what? To steal a hairdryer and climb his own? I mean, 
Who the hell does that? I don't know. Maybe they're just uh, trying to see if they've left the the till in there. I mean, it could be it could be a, a fake news or whatever. Yeah. But talking about fake, um, it's quite funny though, news. mate. Isn't it? It, yeah, is it is very funny. funny. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I like the fact that uh, she fed him with Viagra, right? Just use him as a sex slave, and he's complaining. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It's I mean, kind of a little bit like. Uh, do you did you ever see Pulp Fiction and the scene yeah. where, yeah, there's a quite famous scene where Bruce Willis and the other dude is tied up. And, yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. seen Pulp Fiction, right? If you haven't that's seen it, I don't want any film. spoilers. But, um, but oh, and I've got the film away. poster, mate. I mean, can you imagine oh, you that are? film poster's worth? Yeah, it's 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 a classic, mate. There yeah. you go. It's hey, that vision. Anyways, it's that vision you keep banging on nah, about. No, 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 no. It's that vision. It's just look. It's it's just all buying things you enjoy, mate. You yes. know what I mean? You, you, you know what it is. You, you enjoy bitcoins. I, I enjoy. Film posters, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's passion. We've got passion. Yeah, we have absolutely. Brilliant. Anyway, mm. so talk about passion and and uh, re- being rewarded. I think there's um, some good news to uh, You want to share your good news? Oh yeah. Oh, you're referring to my um, my hair awards win. Yes. So yes. yeah, no, thank you, thank you for bringing that up. I really didn't want you to mention it. But as the title of today's show is, you should be proud. Yeah, as the title of today's show is, are all hair awards a scam? Um, you know, it kind of was the precursor to this whole thing. So essentially, I received an email the other day, um, basically letting me know that I've won the most experienced independent hairdresser of the year awards. Um, now, the, let me give you a bit of background. So originally, I got an email from a company uh, regarding a nomination. It was like, it come through the blue. It's like, Aaron Dawn, you've been nominated for the Hair Awards. And I was like, really? I wonder who's nominated me? Considering we've been on lockdown for a year, I've barely done any hair. Why on earth have I, have I been nominated? Anyway, so as the story unfolded, there was this there was this email that come through it said do you want to accept the nomination joe do you think it's right or proper that we should name the organizations involved in this i think so i, I mean yeah. i think it's uh yeah well why not i mean we call we, we called enough people out what, yeah so all right to hell well. with it right so the the organization is called luxreview.com and on further um, research, turns out they're a magazine. They're a beauty and wellness uh, magazine, um, which is ironic considering we're campaigning to get into the, the uh, health and wellness sector through the VAT thing. But that's another story. Uh, we should drop that. We should drop all the political shenanigans for the time yeah. being because I think people are fed up of listening to it. But anyway, um, so essentially, yeah, I so I click this button. Yeah, I'm going to accept Aaron Dawn's hair nomination. Of course I am. So when I clicked it, it led me to a response review where I essentially had to enter some details, you know, the usual kind of stuff. What's your name? What's your email address, etc., etc. Um, you know, and you have to give consent for them to contact you. Anyway, I'll... consent was for what? Well, but why? Oh, a is it AI or AL Global Media? Yeah, mm. it's, I think it's AI Global Media. Yeah, you know, so right. whether it's artificial intelligence or whether you know it's yeah. a play on words or, or whether it isn't. Anyway, so imagine my surprise when I got put onto a on a page which was essentially a questionnaire, 
you know, I had to answer a questionnaire surrounding, you know, this hair award that I was, I'd been nominated for. So, you know, the questions are quite general, you know, the award program, you know, what is it I've gone up for? What's my company name? How old is the company? You know, all of that kind of stuff. But, but can I say something though? Who put you up for this award, by the way? Well, no, nobody did. This is what I'm oh, going to okay. get to. So it was just a random yeah. email that somebody had right. nominated. But this is, I'm just talking through the process. So I went through an email, you know, page. I had to give over every bit of information about me, about my company, how long we've been in, how long we've been, you know, how long we've been uh, in business for, etc. You know, I had to give them a brief overview and the services I provide. Do you know what I mean? I thought, hang on, surely if I've been nominated... They would know all this stuff about me because I've been nominated, right? Anyway, it carries on. So, you know, do I have any flagship products? What makes me stand out? So, essentially, yeah, you get my point. I'm essentially yeah. applying for my own award, right? <laughs> In a kind I mean, of very is... backwards way, right? And obviously, I found it hilarious that it said, I've, it said somebody else has nominated me. But essentially, I'm nominating myself. It was forcing me to apply for an award that I didn't even know anything about. So it was quite funny. But anyway, I followed it through because this is real investigative journalism, Joe. You know, yeah. by doing this, we can now consider ourselves journalists. And I, it did make me laugh. Can I tell you that the final question, right? Yeah, go on. The final question was, do you have a suggested awards title? Right. So now, yeah. So now yourself. I've got an, I've, I've been, I've nominated for an award that I'm now having to name the okay, award. So what, what was the name? What was the name? Oh well, of course I went for something very modest. I went for the Independent Hairdresser of the Decade. Award. Oh, Aaron, you missed a good one, mate. You should have put Independent Hairdresser Bitcoin advisor of the decade that's what you should have put you no, should put your bitcoin in no but this is to do with health and and beauty and stuff okay. so bitcoin's irrelevant so yeah you know the, the opportunity i missed joe was it should have said century i should have been the independent century. hairdresser of the century right <laughs> so so once i went through this long ass questionnaire and i thought right i'm i'm you know they've already got my email now i might as well carry on it'll be quite funny to carry on so then I had to basically submit a load of content um, from 10 years ago. You know, I, I previously, you know, had zipped up this. Well, well you, you've got a good portfolio. Anyway, yeah, so I sent, you know, portfolio. I sent up my portfolio from 10 years ago because, like I say, I haven't, I haven't really added to it in the last 10 years. So I sent it and a week passed, Joe, and guess what happened the other day? You got the award. Congratulations. Hi, Aaron. First of all, I wanted to thank you for taking part in this year's Wellness Award. First of all, I didn't. Ta I was nominated by uh, AI. So, uh, you know, I had to can accept. I see, can, can I say something, though, right? Yeah. I mean, since the beginning of the year, right. 2021, yeah. what industry has been open? Precisely to, to... my point. Precisely my point. You know, <laughs> this is just a, um, an algorithm or this is just an automation that goes out that fishes for your data. It then gets your data because you obviously input it all and obviously you have right. they've got permission for you to input all your data because you think you're going for an award, right? So of yeah, course yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah, tell yeah. them you're gonna tell them about this haircut that you did was amazing and, and this picture that you, of course you are, you're gonna big yourself up, you know. Everyone likes to blow their own trumpet occasionally, right? So anyway, so 
the email arrives in my inbox, you know, that email. I can imagine it was exciting for me as it was for when Lee Stafford won his Men's British Hairdressing Award, at, you know, actually at the in Grosvenor House in Park Lane, you know, the awards, you know. Can you imagine the suspense? There's something, the suspense is killing me. You know, how many people was in this group of that, that you were going into? So like, you know, so, you know, like in the films, there's about yeah. sort of three. Oh, how films. many was nominated alongside? Yeah. Uh, just me. Okay. So you... <laughs> <laughs> it was just Joe, I named the award. So therefore, by default, it, I, because I've named the award. So basically, after much deliberation from our panel of judges, I am absolutely delighted to announce you the good news that this year, Aaron Dawn Hare has been awarded the most experienced independent hairdresser. Brackets, South East England. What? Ooh. I was like, I, yeah, I wanted of all time global. <laughs> you, you, you want it national, Set, international. Yeah, international. Now they've just now they've just brought it down to just the small part of South East oh, England. I mean, I'm so sorry to hear that, Aaron. I mean, so, God, can you imagine? You're not international. I'm sorry. Well. Yeah, so I was very disappointed. So basically, so the, the, the story continues. What are the next steps? So finding out the good news is just the beginning, Joe, right? Regardless of budget, it is our aim here at Lux Life to keep the momentum going, expand your brand reach, and most importantly at this time, boost your influence as a respected industry leader. Ah, so this is how why all these people all of a sudden become industry leaders. Of course, I'm, they've basically I'm, nominated I'm, themselves to become so, an industry leader. This is how it so, works. So, so when our uh, when I saw like uh, a good friend of ours who does these sort of chat show hosts or these other people that go industry leaders, mm. they're, they're not really industry leaders, are they? No. They're um, they're self nominated. Exactly. Yeah, the self-certified uh, industry leader. Yeah. So okay. basically, um, so yada, 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 below you'll find a list of available packages. So what in turn starts out as me actually winning an award and me feeling quite good about it has actually turned into an advertising thing that basically I have to pay for my own award. <laughs> so you've got, you've got, um, so each option aims to provide Aaron Dawn Hair with both digital and physical items to help you share and celebrate the awards to maximum effect. There's life within the hair, hair health, beauty and wellness industry, which we're not in, by the way. Um, resumes, you are also entitled to our free celebration items. Our free celebration items, which start, guess what the bronze package is, Joe? I don't know. I don't know what a package There's is. There's four I mean, packages. So... There's four packages for me to celebrate my award. Okay, so in the package you will get what a trophy. I get a trophy. I get a personalised uh, winner's badge, and I get some celebration items. Plus, I get one page article in the Lux Life magazine. And you have to pay for this. I got to pay for it. But there's four packages, so obviously I've chosen the bronze package, right? 525 quid. A bit no. steep, but, you know, yeah. And what do you get for that? Well, that's all you get. You get one page article, you get a trophy. So I'm buying the own Lux, trophy. In the, in the Lux Life magazine? Yeah, in some magazine I've never heard of, that you've never heard of, that most people have never heard of, right? The, circum the silver package is 845 quid, which I get Aaron Dawn's hair logo on the front cover and a double page article. Plus a trophy. The gold package, £1,295, which, you know, you get front cover image, etc. Then the platinum package, £2,300, where main front cover image for me. 
Why are they going to put the the south? Hang on, what am I again? I'm the. Why are they going to put the southeast of England's most experienced independent hairdresser of the year on the front cover for a national well, magazine? Well the, well, the thing is, though, they haven't even sort of set up a bloody photo session with you to, no. to actually get a photograph. No. So they're not going to use an image of you anyway. They're just going to sort of put. Yeah. Aaron Dawn. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's, scam, it's worth. It's, maybe, it's an advertising scam. It is an advertising I mean, scam. How low can these people go, right? To actually sort of like, you know, take vulnerable people. When I say vulnerable, right, in the fact that yes, you know, you, you've been you excited, so you kind of like think, wow. Yeah. And so that makes you vulnerable to their, um, to to their um, scam. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not vulnerable to it. Obviously, I saw no. it right through it right from the beginning. But I did it. No, I did it so you don't have to, Joe Mehmet. No, no but I listen. The thing is, I've, I've, I asked you so many times a question. What's an industry leader? Oh, it's a new thing that I've heard in the last year yeah. you know, on social media or these things. Industry leaders in our industry. For me, what is an industry leader? I mean, so that explains to me now, right? What an industry leader is. Mm. It's a self made title Self, it yeah. means no just to promote themselves mm. basically speaking yeah now so did you did you actually respond to this or did you actually send him an email um i haven't as yet i mean i i, I want I to know what you think i should do now um i mean if we i mean maybe we should crowdfund it maybe i should take up the platinum package give them 2300 and maybe send them a picture of my ass and see if that makes it on the main cover. No, I. But look, they haven't asked you for any of your work, right? No, I've sent. I've already sent them some of my work oh, as part of the the yeah the the, 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 the nomination. Thing. Yeah, so I they're mean, they're probably going to use my work, you know, in in that, in a future episode or maybe in a future, you know, website announcement. That well, you know, I, who I, knows? I, I, all I understand right is that they have not once got in contact with you personally. There has been no direct contact with you personally. Just an emails, a couple of emails, hoping that you'd be fully to yeah, pay. That I'm gullible enough. Package. Yeah, that I'm gullible well, enough to do it. Well, the platinum package. I mean, look, you, you, you're gonna get what? Uh, yeah. A front cover image, two yeah. wood mounted plugs. Listen, I'm things. sure. I'm sure all amazing advertising. But the point is, the only reason why the advertising exists is because they've made up a, an award. To put yourself on the front, so it did get me thinking: Are all of these awards a scam, Joe Mellon? I, I, I don't know. Because, I know. I, I, many years ago, I did enter for the British Air of the Year awards, right? Many, I, I had to. Mm. It's something that I had to do, right? And, um, and, and I remember I had to sort of do four different hairstyles, right? Mm. Um, so I, I arranged the models, the photographer. Yeah, my time was my time, right? It doesn't cost me anything, but I had to get the models, which I had to pay for, makeup artists, which I had to pay for, the photographer, photographer I had to pay for, and the studios, which I had to pay for, right? Mm. So that cost me X amount of money. And um, obviously, you know, with the with the support of, of the son I was working for, um, Neville's at the time. So again, it, it was, you know, sort of try and get my name out there, try and get the, the Neville brand out there as well. So there was a... There was a sort of mo motive, so a, a collaboration there. And look, I got nowhere with it, okay? How much did it cost you? I can't remember. This was, this was probably uh, in, in the mid-90s, okay? okay. So, 
So I, I still got the pictures in my portfolio. So back in the mid '90s, though, Joe, there pretty much was only one one awards. It was the 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 BHAs, had, right? The British yeah, Agency yeah. Awards. British, British Agency Awards, exactly, yeah. exactly, right. So, you know, a very prestigious, a, like the Oscars, right? It's like the Oscars yeah. of hair. It was a hairdresser. Is that? It was a hairdresser's hairdresser. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't realise that there was there was a, there was motives behind it too like um, you know products if you've got stuff to sell you've got stuff to offer blah blah sure. yeah i mean because nicky clark obviously won it a few times and he's a great ambassador to the industry so that i'm not sort of poo -poo well no i remember that, right? speaking to nicky clark about this um yeah once upon a time and he was saying yeah he won it once but because he didn't go I, I'm, I'm, you know, I might be remember this, remembering this wrong, but because he didn't go or he didn't sell out his table, he never yeah. won it again afterwards, and they gave it to I, I other thought, people. I thought, I, thought, I thought he won it three times. He I might have won it a couple of times, but I think, you know, I think the idea is it's quite novel. You, you all go to the first one, and then you all go to the second one, and then when you realise the awards is actually costing you tens of thousands of pounds every year yeah. just to enter, then you're like, ah, maybe I'll, I'll. Give it a miss this year. Do you know what I mean? For whatever. It, not saying that that was Nicky's reason for doing so. I mean, yeah, but it, it he, he, he won it, it a few it, times, and you know, for whatever. He probably felt like I did. He just didn't want to be in a room full of hairdressers. Because what you talk about is hair, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you, you and I know, right? I don't mm. like talking about hair anyway. Mm. I talk, I, you know what I mean? I like no, talking you about, like talking but, about but, Ducati's, Pugs and the Arsenal. Yeah, no, but everything, everything away from mm. hairdressing. So imagine being in a room full of hairdressers. You just got to talk hairdressing, you know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing worse than that. So yeah. I, don't think it was, I don't think it's a scam. But obviously your one definitely is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a not a scam. I wouldn't say it's a scam. It's a promotion, isn't it? It's, it's like it's... trying to sell advertising, trying to sell advertising space for a magazine, right? Which, in this day and age, no one reads magazines anymore. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, if you actually think about it, one thing salons are not able to buy is magazines in a salon. Yeah, well, um, obviously, that's, we, that's we learned that point. over the last year, didn't we? You know, that they were now becoming a touch point that many salons are getting rid of. Exactly. Well, it, it's it's coming with guidelines too, not to have these things in the salon. So again, hello, Grazia, Elbow, all all these magazines are going to suffer big time. Mm. But Lux Life, they came up with an idea. I, I give them credit for being creative. Um, I give them a bit. I give them zero points for actually saw like um, hoodwinking because I don't like I don't like people saw like doing things on a pretense. I don't like that. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a very mild multi-level marketing scam. I mean, yeah. it's not a full-on scam where someone's basically gonna, you know, they are actually giving you an award and they are, are actually selling you advertising. But in order to grab your attention, it's the use of you've been nominated for an award. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. another line they can basically play to get you in the funnel. Yeah, it kept you, gets your yeah. attention. I mean, if not, if it was ten pounds, fifteen pounds, right? Just, I, I, you take the punt. But you yeah. know, five hundred. What was it? Five hundred to twenty pounds. That was a minimum one, up to two and a half grand, pretty much. Right. So. That's a lot of money, right? It's, it's and, a lot and, of dough. It's a lot of dough yeah. for yeah. an independent hairdresser like me that only earns what ten k a year. That's yeah, a I mean, if you, if, you be, if you became a um, uh, uh, a member of the um, hairdresser castle, you get a title anyway, don't you? Is it the H? S-H-H-S-R-H um, or whatever Exactly. It is. So what are you, are, are you promoting joining the Hair and Barber Council? Because <laughs> you can get a plaque for 50 quid. You can get a I'm certificate for 50 quid. So it's cheaper. Yeah. There you go. You can become yeah. an award winner overnight. 
Um, no, I do want to, before we sign off on this though, Joe, I do want to share a couple of stories with you. And, and my thinking and my principles around this, my rule of thumb is if you have to enter an award yourself, if you yeah. have to nominate yourself, then that's not necessarily an award that you no. should be pleased about. Well, like, no. my, my example being the Oscars. Now, I d we don't know. We're not party to how the Oscars work. But I can't imagine somebody like Daniel Day-Lewis, for example, mm -hmm. putting himself forward to be nominated for the Best Actor Oscar. You know, somebody yeah. else is doing that. Whether it's the PR from the company, whether it's the PR from the, the, the film, the distribution network, his agent, I don't know. But what I'm trying to put across is it's the PRs. These are the people that are responsible for all these awards. They're all just yes. trying to out-PR themselves, uh, out-PR each other. And, and, you know, this is, this is obviously the, um, this is the string on their bow. If they can make you win an award, then, you know, we help numerous other hairdressers like you, Joe Mehmet, to win the such and such and such awards or yeah, the independent hairdresser of the century award like like i've won so but at the same time right how is this going to help you become a better hairdresser or an accomplished hairdresser or build with a clientele because well, it's not time, it's going to make me pull the wool over more clients eyes isn't it because they're going to see that i'm an award-winning hairdresser right yeah exactly i think wow I wonder how much you pay for that, I would say. <laughs> Wouldn't they? You know, how many times have you heard that? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Ooh, right. On this occasion, they'd be 100% right. But, um, but no, I, I, I just kind of think that, yes, I can understand with the hairdresser of the year awards, right? And, and we do need examples. We, we do need people to sort of like gravitate to and, and look up to and be inspired to. And, and we need the innovations coming through. And uh, so the awards... I kind of get it. I I I, I won't um, poo poo that, but it's the other awards that comes with it that you don't really need to like this one. You know, yeah. I, I don't get it. But but there is there was a new awards though, wasn't there? The uh, the silent awards. I remember because um, we got one. We we got nominated for the um, so sort of the best salons awards. I'm, I'm just trying to think. It's on my uh, website actually. One of my uh, my uh, testimonials, um, and we were sort of like. And this was client recommend, client uh, awarding it, right? They, they're the ones who actually sort of send the nominations. And we were sort of one of the most friendliest type of salons, uh, uh, I think, in um, in London. So we got we actually got runners-up, actually, we did. Mm. But we never went to the awards because I knew it was a scam, right? Because, because they wanted us to pay X amount of money per table, right? And I thought, yeah. there's no way. Plus, also, I didn't want to be a room full of hairdressers for a start, right? But, uh, but... Fair to sort of say, right? We did get a post. We did get a post from them a few days later um, with a sticker you could put in your window, like um, Happy Nights. Do you, you know what I mean? So, so how was, much was that? How much did that sticker it, cost? It, actually, it cost me nothing. Actually, it oh, cost okay. me nothing. All right. Well, you, that's you know value I mean? then. That's there, value. There was you get a free sticker. You you done well. You earned out. Of it. You, you know what I mean? So like, you know, it's London Salon of the Year Award, uh, 2015. This is just before I, you know, we sold it really. So, so yeah. So that, that was the last great thing that I did in the salon. But I didn't even do it because the clients nominated. Like you said about the Oscars, right? Yeah. yeah it, it's the industry recognizing the talents within the industry. Yeah. Um, our industry was recognized by the the clients. Mm. 
you see. So, mm. you know, I don't know who organised it. I don't know who the um, the people behind it, but the, obviously the clients felt that they felt that they that we need to be um, to yeah. be acknowledged. I, I think yeah. we we did speak about it briefly. I think it was show two um, where we was talking about future proofing yourself, and and I explained the whole point of awards was. Um, I know Desmond Murray, He it gives him tremendous discipline every year. And Desmond Murray has won numerous awards. He's in the, um, he's in the Hairdressing Awards Hall of Fame. And I remember asking him, Des, like, why do you do it every year? You know, every year it costs you an absolute fortune. I mean, you've got trophies coming out your ears. Like, why do you do it? And he explained it to me thus. He said, it's discipline. It, it it creates a roadmap for his year that he knows in this month he's got to do this and it keeps his year interesting. And I'm like, totally. I totally got his point of view. You know, there's this competitive thing. Yeah. There's this reward at the end of the year that you go to a nice meal when you get the trophy and all of that. Um, and I get that. You know, I totally... If you want to go in for an award, amazing. Just make sure it's a bona fide good award to win and it's actually going to put you know, zeros on your annual salary rather than just take zeros off your your annual salary. Because that's your point. Your point is you spent a fortune and got nowhere, so you just focused on actually just building a clientele, yeah. you know, to pay you money rather than speculate into accumulating, so to speak. Exactly. Listen, I, horses for courses, right? Mm. And and I, and I fully respect all these hairdressers that enter for it. And, and you know, some of the work is amazing, I really do sort of like admire, admire their sort of um, ability, but it's it just not for me. That's all, sure. you know. Because I'm I'm a salon hairdresser. Mm. I I sit behind a chair and I work the best of my ability. Mm. I cannot work in front of a camera mm. and say this is what I do. Yeah, because sure. that's not me. Mm. So it, it wasn't for me. And and again, I think there's a, there's a lot of. Uh, that's there's a lot of fame. Industry. There's a lot of fame and adulation that kind of comes yeah. with it as well, isn't there? So if yeah. people are looking for that kind of exposure, that's yeah. one way of getting it. But like you say, you know, you just focused on your client, and and the awards was a distraction for you that you didn't need. You was earning the well, money, weren't you? I, I had to find out though how good I was. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Because I'm 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 competing with other hairdressers. I'm not competing for clientele. I'm I'm competing with other hairdressers. And I realise I'm not that good. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. At that at that level, I'm not that good. Well no, but it wasn't that you wasn't good at doing hair, it was that you possibly wasn't as experienced as others as creating image. Because oh, no, far from it. No, 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 no. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. Let me let me clarify what I'm saying. Creating the image, i.e. ninety nine percent of your job was behind the chair doing real clients, bedside manner, earning money, doing all that. You didn't have the experience of doing photo shoots every day or, you know, yeah. and, you know, knowing what the judges want. Because if we look at the awards in the 90s, we didn't have digital cameras that are easily photoshopped. Everything right. was done on film. And there was no discrepancy. There was no one that said, oh, that's been retouched. Now, a lot of my arguments with a lot of the awards are, kind of you can so, you can tell that so many of them have been so retouched beyond compa comparison so of what so, they... what, so why do they why do the judges acknowledge this to be talent then i, I like to say i just think it's uh you know it's a it's a it's a money-making enterprise joe isn't it you right. know it's it's they, a it's they, a jolly up it's a once a year jolly up 
you know, like the Golden Globes is, I suppose, in America, like the Brit Awards is, like, you know, like comparing it to music, right? You know, you get the Brit Awards, which is largely a record company funded, um, you know, award ceremony. And they only fund these awards because they know getting a nomination sells the records by X amount percent, yes. you know, 20, 30, 40 percent, or maybe even double the amount of record sales if they get a nomination. If, if their artist wins the award, wow, then all of a sudden they're, they're selling five times the amount of records than they used to. Do you know what I mean? So that's the point. The point is it's PR. It's about money. And it's about yeah, 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 yeah. generating new... Uh, you know, it's about generating new customers, you know, based on this this thing. I mean, I would argue that fo the Photoshop plays a, a very important role in hair awards pictures these days because it's very rare you actually take a photograph these days and it's never retouched. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I mean, so, so it's not a, a hairstyle per se, is it? I mean, I used to always sort of say, right, image. you know, uh, uh, a hairstyle, you know, so people just saw a couple of pictures say, oh, my hair like this. I said, oh, that's a one-second hairstyle, right? Yeah. So I can't replicate that, but I could do something better than that. Sure. So, so these hair, hairstyles in these awards, right, they're not hairstyles as such, are they? No, they're a collection, uh, and yeah. the collection is based on a jigsaw. So it's the overall image, you know, whereas obviously you would like to focus on the hair and you would like to think that the hair is the be-all and end-all of what the judges judge the images on and obviously i know a lot of the judges that judge yeah. for the british hairdressing awards and, and they're all bona fide it's all done in a very you know quiet way nobody knows who's whose image is whose so there's no favoritism they've all got clipboards they all have to go through do you know what i mean and and and, and judge each each collection individually but when they're judging it it's judged on hair makeup theme you know photography so so um, why, why why they still call it the hair awards then I mean, if, if it's got nothing to do with hair... Well, it is. The it's just, the hairdresser. Hair, the hairdresser's the boss. The hairdresser's hair, hair the boss of the image. It's the it's hairdresser's subject, responsibility for what that final in image looks like. And nobody else's. So, you know, much like most art, right? You know, um, it's, Noel Gallagher's, it's Noel Gallagher's responsibility to make sure that that Oasis album sounds amazing. Uh, because, you know, because... You know, I was I would, I would go and saw Marcus earlier today, right? Did mm. I mean is is it is a brilliant uh, motorcycle mechanic, right? Marcus, if you listen, how you doing, mate? Have you bought that Bitcoin yet? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's there's no motor mechanic of the year awards, is there? There's no sort. Of, do, do, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe there is. Marcus, let us know. Maybe yeah. Or, maybe or we can self nominate. Or car you. mechanic. Or car yeah, mechanic. Car mechanic actually, of let's the year. Let's do. Let's actually let's do our own scam then. Let's come up with his uh, car mechanic of the year awards. <laughs> but no, it's a good what, point. What no, it's a good point. There is no car mechanic of the year awards. You're right. But I suppose. You know, there's a status, isn't there? Like, if you're the best in the world at doing what you're doing in cars, I suppose you work for Formula One, right? Well, you, well, you'd be you'd be wanted, right? You, you get these sort of look at Shelby, right? You know, yeah. Look, look at Cosworth. The, these guys, right, are, are, are superb engine builders, mm. right? Well, they, well, they are. That's yeah. that's how they're now. They put their name to a. Uh, 
to, to, to their to their expertise type of thing. Yeah. But I mean, so I think hairdressing. I mean, why do why do we need? I mean, I understand why there is those days, but what to this to today's world? Right? Do we need these um, awards? Because it, it's got nothing to do with hair, mate. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's got mm. nothing to do with hair. Anymore. Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah. Conclusion, Conclusion time then, Joe. So then, what you're saying is the hair awards a scam, a gimmick, or is it an innovation that works for the sector as a whole? Okay, I don't think it's a scam. No, no, no. I would say gimmick. Yeah, I would say gimmicky towards innovation uh, okay. and innovation, but it doesn't. It does, see, innovation only works right if it goes into mainstream society, doesn't it? Sure. So I can't say it's innovation either because. Anything you see in the hair rules doesn't become, you know, fashionable, does it really? I have never seen one hairstyle from the hair rules that the Joe Publisher says, I've got up that, I've got that hairstyle. Sure. So it's, so it's not necessarily, it's, it's influential. Essentially, it's a kind of whoever wins earns out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you've got to do your risk, haven't you? You've got to do yeah. your risk, risk to reward ratio. Yeah. And you've got to yeah. say, right, if I spend £20,000 on a collection of images, unless that £20,000 is a good investment and I, I earn in £20,000, £50,000 more next year, then, then that's a return on your investment, yeah. right? But I, I don't know anybody who's benefited from it, really, from it. Oh, well, no, you, how can you say that? You know, someone like Lee, for example, Lee Stafford, he won an award. It got him on Richard and Judy. Richard and Judy essentially got him to get a boot still, and the rest is history. So television, television. You know, it got him on TV, which obviously yeah. made him like a big celebrity head. Just like I'm sure Nicky Clark, you know, it got him on TV back in the day, didn't it? You yeah, know, the fact. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying whether the awards got him on the TV, but you know, so to say that an award doesn't give you an extra kudos and extra exposure, I mean, it does. It does give you extra yeah. exposure. Otherwise, why would anybody do it? Uh, so on that note, are you going to do your um, bronze package then? <laughs> well, look, maybe we can crowdfund it. If, if, if the people want to get in touch okay, with us via let's... the Salonomics channel and yes, uh, yes. I, can, I can follow it through to a real conclusion. I mean, that would be nice. But to be honest, mate, I'm going through a house move at the moment and I need every penny counts this year. So um, I can't really afford 530 quid. Shall um, I buy it for you? Do you want me to buy it for you? No, I don't. I don't. You can give me 500 quid. I'll just spend it on Bitcoin. Well, well then, I'm not actually giving you 500 quid, am I? I'm investing 500 You're investing 500 quid. Yeah, no, I'll just tell you I put it through the awards and then the, I'll just then tell you in six months' time the magazine went bust. Well, and, if, if uh, Marcus is yeah. listening, hopefully he might use your services because yeah. I didn't recommend you highly. Yeah, Bitcoin Essex. You want to go Bitcoin Essex. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yes, mate. Um, Ding. So uh, yeah, I think I, I I don't think it's a scam. As no. I, I I think it's there's I think there's a genuine benefit to it. If you want to go down that road, simple as that. It's up to you. Freedom yeah. of choice, but be aware exactly. of these useless scams that are just literally trying to harvest your data. Uh, listen, if if it makes you feel feel happy, right? Then, then all be it because. You know, that, that's what we want, right? We, if, if it costs you £500, right, to sort of think that you you could call yourself an industry leader or an influencer, <laughs> things like that, mate, go for it. Mate, I told go you I it. hate the term industry. Industry oh, no. is somebody in our industry that is paid by the hairdressers, is not supported, or is supported yeah. by the hairdressers, uh, I yeah. mean. 
You know, yeah. you got to get the definition right. You know, no, no hairdresser I know calls himself someone in the industry. Do you know what I mean? They just call themselves a hairdresser, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Big right. difference. On the, so it's, on not, that it's note, not a scam. It's, it's a not a scam. It's a bit of a gimmick that you can use yeah. to your own advantage if you want. But it's going to cost you a few quid. So just be yeah, aware. It, it, exactly. Buyer beware, Joe Mehmet. Buyer beware. Buyer beware. Exactly. So then, Joe, what's got you go on LinkedIn this week? <clears throat> well, not, nothing particular. But I tell you what's really bugging, bugging, um, bugging me. Bugging you? Did you just but say buggered you? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say bother. It bothers me. Okay, it, it, I'm going to say buggers at the same time. Don't worry, me, I'll right? cut this part out. Yeah. I think what, what's really annoying me, right, it's people who patronise others with their virtual singling in post. Okay. Right? I'm, I'm not going to make any um, sort of names or anything like that, right? But, you know, let, let's take International Women's Day, this sort of the National Dyslexic Day or National Mental Health Day and all this kind of thing, right? And yeah. people put these posts up. You, you, you know, I, I mean... What do you mean? Like on International Women's Day, you've got men posting, yeah. go girls, you know, this yeah. is to all the women out there, you're amazing, well done for being a woman. Yeah, just just for them to score brownie points. Right. You, you, do you know what I mean? I'm like, I... I I don't discriminate anything in my life or anybody because, you know, as a hairdresser, we cannot, that's that's not in our sort of like remit to do so, all right? And and also, if you know about business, money money doesn't discriminate, right? So again, we, I've got no malice in my body whatsoever. So, but why do people sort of label these things, the people? But I just, I, I see people as people, mm. right? You know, um, my, my greatest sports are heroes. They're not white, but I, I don't see them as any colour. I see them as my sporting heroes. Do you, you, you know what I mean? Sure. So uh, I don't understand why people on LinkedIn, which, which is a business forum, it's a platform for business-orientated people, would go into that sort of virtual signaling post. I don't get it. I, mean, I do. You, you, do you want me to explain you, you it to you? Please, please do, please do. Uh, and I love your analogy about, you know, you, 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 you don't discriminate against money. Uh, was it Jordan, um, Michael Jordan said that Republicans buy shoes too? Um, you know, the, I don't know if you saw the Jordan uh, documentary on Netflix. One no. of the most fascinating things I've ever seen in Probably my life. So. It was brilliant. So. Um, yeah, so basically the reason why Jordan said that is because he was being pressured by a Democrat party to basically put down things that, you know, Republicans were saying in the in the lead up to an election. Wow, where have we heard that before, right? Yeah. And Jordan simply replied with, you know, Republicans buy shoes too. He didn't yes. want to discriminate against anybody in his country because obviously it would affect him in the pocket. And I think that's what you're saying, right? You know, you that's right. you know, if someone's if someone's willing to pay you, you're not going to judge them based on anything because well, exactly. you're not getting you're not earning money out of judging somebody, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so let me let me explain to you why virtue signaling in the internet age has increased to levels that we've never experienced before. It's engagement. It's likes. It's comments. It's social media. This is social media at its finest. This is groupthink mentality, Joe. This right. is I am going to post something because this is part of my social media strategy. I'm going to get likes, I'm going to get clicks. 
hopefully I'm going to be shared by people that like what it is that I say. But can I say something, right? Yeah. But these these are seasoned uh, people, right? They've been they've been on social media for years. Yeah. No, they're following the they're following the strategy. They're following the social media strategy that all these young people have come out with. This is how you do how you get engagement. You need reach. If you want, you know, a million followers on Instagram, you know, do this. Make sure that you know you 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 hashtag Black Lives Matter. Make sure that you you know say F Boris. You know, yeah. all of these things that make you seem... It's like, you know, when Nelson Mandela died, for example, everyone's the outpouring of grief. Of course, you know, what an icon. Of yeah. course. Of course you're going to say, wow, you know, what a, what a guy. Um, sorry he's gone. R.I.P. But it's when people continually do this, they look for this, like... They look for a strategy, and it's all part of a social media strategy, mate, because they've got nothing interesting to say they sanitise what they say with groupthink. And I'm going to put out there what I think I should be saying as opposed a, to what they want to say. It's a bit, it's a bit fashion. It's a bit that, that, for, that trend many years ago that started a few years ago, right? Not many years ago, a few years. Beards. You know, beards became very fashionable, right? Mm. You know why? Because all of a sudden, right, it made men look more interesting when they're actually quite boring. That, that was that, that was my narrative about beards, right? You know, sort of. I thought it was because uh, there was a there was a penchant of Game of Thrones and Britannia and all of these like medieval films where all the hunks were long haired bearded monsters. Oh, yeah, listen, yeah. So but, but, you know, it's whatever sexy at the time, Joe. No, look, fashion. Long hair is sexy. I agree with it, but you know, sort of being big woolly, sort of like Nord, Nordic. What did you say? Very sexy. What's what did that? you say? I thought you said the, being big willy. No, no, being big, long, long haired. It's, it's sexy. I there's, mean, I there's love the sweary hair. beep that's always no, put in the uh, wrong place. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but, like, you know, but, but, you know, but you saw these sort of like maybe sort of shaved heads and you know, sort of very, very narrow and then sort of like a bit of hair on top of the big, long beards. And then giant beards. It, it kind of made them look interesting when they're actually quite boring, right? It's a style, I mean, no? Uh, I mean, anyone it, with style it, looks style interesting. Style with right? some, those imagery with substance, no substance. But, no, but and so what you were sort of saying, right? This sort of very signaling it kind of just reminds me of that story they they're actually quite boring people yeah. trying to engage they're following the crowd they're following the herd and it's, they're it's, just trying to engage and what it does is it just creates a load of noise on the internet that no one's really intrigued by interested by yeah of course we understand it's national woman's day but am i going to go outside my you know it was national pancake day the other week as well you know did we did we praise all pancakes in the world no we didn't do you know what i mean yeah. it's like a bit, bit more eggs you know i can yeah. understand you putting a shout out on social media happy mother's day yeah. you've got one mum and to say that's right happy mother's day i love you here's a great picture of me and and, and everyone going wow your mum's amazing it's going to make your mum feel good but exactly tell me on international women's day did any women out there, did it make them feel good to get praised by men, no for example? I, like, I Did no they idea. see a post from a man and go, oh, I'm so glad that my gender has been validated because that man over there has basically put a post up on LinkedIn saying... Well, this, this is it. Yeah, you, you label them. Go, right? go it, women. 
You know, I mean, you, you give them a label, right? They, they become it. I mean, I don't see, I mean, my wife, my wife doesn't even know what day, international day is, type of thing. <laughs> she, she, she just works and works and works. Like, you sure. know what I mean? She, she's more business focused. Like, you know I'm sure I mean? she would not... appreciate just flowers. This is a gospel truth, right? This is a gospel truth. Go if I came home with flowers, right, she mm. probably, she most likely think I'm having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> right? So any man listening, right, don't go home with flowers because it's a mission of guilt. Right. It's what, what you've been up to. <laughs> yeah. You've what been have you up done? to something. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Now, if you do a random act of something, then that's a different story. Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like you're walking down the street, you just give her a kiss on the cheeks. Oh, I love you, or something like that, right? Or squeeze her hand. But when you actually do sort of things through guilt, then women will spot that a mile away, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's sound advice. You know what you've done there? You've actually uh, given out some good advice to people. I, I think good so. relationship <laughs> advice. Maybe we should pivot the show from being I, about I, hair, hair or salons and economics to... Joe's oh, relationship call. I'll tell you something. I used to have a laugh in the, in the cellar when it comes to relationships. I'll tell you. It used to be. Yeah. I will save it to the next show, right? But right. it was a great laugh. You All know, right. I mean, really, really good laugh. Really. So, okay then, mate. So, good point. So, what's the next show? What should we do on the next show? I think we should talk about relationships, I think. <laughs> agony mm, aunts. Oh, that's... <laughs> Joe, that's, Joe and Aaron's yeah. agony aunts. <laughs> yeah, the agony aunt hour. Um, okay, maybe... I, I, Maybe. I tell you what, right? If 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 um, listeners was to sort of like um, send us their agony. Um, oh yeah, Joe. Yeah, so like yeah, like um, dear Deirdre. It's dear, dear, dear Joe. Dear, yeah, we we will respond to it. How about dear Joe? That? If, okay, if done, all right. right. Well, look, send them send them to me or Joe via LinkedIn, uh, Salonomics, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Look, we're everywhere. Just type in yeah, Salonomics in Google. Yeah. You'll find us. Send us your. I mean, it'd be great if we were getting so. inundated. Yeah. Be I think so. I, but, think, I think so. So, all right. So, the next show idea is going to be about relationship advice from Joe Memet. But also, I think um, my idea was to talk about different show ideas and how we right. arrive at what we should cover or not. So, oh, like, like, like a method. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got a principle. I've got a, a first principle system where. Um, you know, basically every decision I have to make, I go through this this kind of checklist of, yeah. you know, is it overall providing value to people? You know, ultimately, that's why we try and do what we do, right? So, mm. yeah, all right. Next show okay, idea no. is Dear Joe, um, with, <laughs> Dear Joe. with ideas, yeah, ide show ideas, show ideas show and ideas. principles. Okay, brilliant. Okay, all right then, Joe, um, where oh, can people find you? On Telegram, LinkedIn, Twitter, good stuff. You're getting you're getting better at this. And uh, what are you up to this week? You got anything planned that you want us to know about? Um, not really. I'm just going to glout a little bit more on the the football results. Oh yeah, um, make your heart beat. Uh, I tell you something. That was the best game of football I saw last night. What really Arsenal? Was. They lost. No, 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 no. Tottenham losing. They were two down. <laughs> that was the best game of football I've seen for a long time because I was so willing Dynamo Zagreb to win, right? And they won. You know what I mean? It was just brilliant. It was just absolutely brilliant. Okay. It, it's quite sad, right? As a gooner, I get more satisfaction out of seeing Tottenham lose than my team winning. 
It's sad. Yeah, that but, is sad. I'm the opposite of that. I only ever get joy from watching my team win. So that just shows yeah. you what a degenerate human being you are, Joe. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> On that note, mate. I'll On that note, we're going to have to go. Right. Well, I am. What am I doing? I, you know, we've still got three weeks, mate. So I'm allowed to cut hair again. So I'm just sat here twiddling my thumbs. I suppose I'm going to create more podcasts and digital content to bore you all with. So um, if and you, you want to sign for, up. Hey, go for more awards. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll follow that through. I'll, I'll keep you know. I'll keep you uh, posted on that. But if you want to sign up for the future of retail and get ready for the great reopening, I suggest you do that with a smart retail system, which we created at GoSalon.uk. Um, and yeah, start making money out of retail. Um, GoSalon makes retail easy. It puts you back in the middle of your customers' hair and hair product purchases. Let's just put it like that, yeah. shall we? Perfect. Anyway, all the best, Joe. Take care. And you too, mate. And you too. I'll Great. see you Bye-bye. soon. Bye. Take care.